0: Well, Dad, you see, because you told me to marry him or be in a relationship with him, that I have to—I am stuck with this this deadbeat man or this deadbeat woman. She don't, she can't cook. No, 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 no. You, fi- you figure out your shit before you come to me.
1: It's the Park Car Conversation over at Perfect Touch Auto for all your window tinting, ceramic coating, paint protection, film, auto detailing, and much more. Big up Candace, female boss, Women's International History Month. Thank you for having us and making sure we're fly for the episode.
0: Season three, episode three, with headache. Here with I am. How you doing?
1: With headache. This is for sure headache. All right. Um, if this is your first time tuning in or you have, you know, been supporting the Park Car Conversation, I want to say thank you for your time. Uh, This episode specifically is going to be very special to me. This is my dad. Um, Hi, how you doing? If, I mean, if you've been on my socials, my dad is someone very familiar to you guys. You can go look to my highlights and see. um, It's called My Pops.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) may I say one thing? I haven't gotten my commission (laughs) and I'm still waiting on it.
1: This is my dad's now third time going to be on the Park Conversation. Today, we are going to have a father-daughter talk uncensored.
0: Um, Ladies and gentlemen, at this point in time, I'll ask you to get your kids into the room because you might hear some obscene things and you may have to bleep certain things. It's from the bottom of my heart. You never know.
1: I mean that's actually not even a joke. Like um this definitely is for a mature audience and crowd because some of the things we're going to talk about like we're grown people now. I'm I mean I'm 28 now, so you've seen me grow up. Uh so I think we can have, you know, one of these talks. And I'm 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 honestly like I'm kind of forcing it and I don't I don't think it's your fault for not having one of these talks with me ever. Um but I mean, shit, we're on the parkour park conversation, right? This is what this this space is for, to have these kind of conversations. So I'm going to kind of give you guys a background of me and my dad's relationship. Um, we're pretty cool for the most part. But when shit gets... Ladies and
0: gentlemen, that's what I too. <laughs> so yeah, point one.
1: When uh, things get pretty rough between us, it gets pretty rough and pretty loud. And I mean, I think, you know, I've always been really confrontational with you. And this is a continuation, if you will, from my last personal episode of the Parker Conversation about stop using my childhood as an excuse. And so there's some things in the episode. I don't know if you watch it. I know mom watched it, but I had a public apology to my parents for some of the things that I've done. But um, today I kind of just wanted to give you a personal apology. So I have this one written down.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, before <laughs> I, I, we continue, the, the, the name of the mic is called rude, but I am. She's not being rude; she's being polite. <laughs> so let's keep it on that level. Yeah. Apology accepted.
1: You um. have to listen to my apology first.
0: Oh, oh, oh,
1: okay. I wrote it. I spent time to write it. Oh, oh, you wrote something. This is my apology to you. Okay, so my last solo episode, I spoke about breaking generational curses. I did a public apology, but this time, I wanna do a personal apology to you. For as long as me and you have lived together, and I moved in with you at the age of 14, um, but really way before that, I have always admired you. This is gonna be a little bit sometimes challenging for me to get through this. I was a little emotional while I was writing this, so just bear with me, okay? Your outgoing personality, your forever young spirit, But above all, I always felt safe when you were around. It's like as if I'm still a little girl who looked up uh, to my dad and you were like the coolest guy ever. Um, And I really actually, I've always bragged about you. Like to all my friends, I'm like, yeah, my dad's so cool. He does this, he's in a band. I spent a lot of time angry at you. Uh, Life choices, repeated behaviors, holding on to your past. and as we've gotten older, I know you just weren't shown the love you needed. So I think we, uh, oh my gosh, let me just take a breath. Ah. I think we both need each other.
0: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's a lie.
1: <laughs> as father, and, as daughter and father, uh, the other night on my 28th birthday, so that was last week. Um that was last friday uh my dad came into the room he's like Jafina nothing is wrong with you nothing is wrong with you emotionally physically mentally like you're okay okay so don't let uh don't let the world make you feel as if you are not enough and it was it was it was such a simple conversation um but I want to tell you, but then also I'm going to share with you guys that was probably one of the more or most profound moments in my adult life. Okay. <sighs> Breathe through it, girl. Well, you know, hey. I'll say this. Yes, wait, I did. Say- wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. Wait, wait. Go let ahead. me finish. Let me finish. Sorry, my apologies. Okay. So that was for sure one of the most profound moments of my adult life, having you say that to me. Right, so I've cried on your shoulder many of times and I just wish we could have had more moments like that growing up when I needed it. So I hope this is a start somewhere uh, to break generational curses. Um, We missed a lot of time together, but I hope uh, we can make the most of the time moving forward. So that's my apology to you.
0: Apology accepted. Thanks. It's called choices, a choice, a decision to do good, bad, right, or wrong. I originally from South America, came to Canada, I've been living in Canada 42 years. And I've known people who have my parents, friends, who had nothing, there were others who came from very bad areas. they grew up they were born in, in 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 poverty, and they've made a life and something of themselves. I had one person to guide me. I grew up in a home with a mother, father, grandmother and three siblings, and being the eldest of the four, and the only boy, um, I was like a lone wolf. So I did things on my own, made decisions on my own, and added to that, because of my dad's profession, who was superintendent of prisons, your grandfather controlled all the prisons in Guyana, known as the algae Tiger, or Boy Warden, the prisons came home to me, and as a male, as the male and the only boy, it was a very strict and disciplined environment. Javina. I've told my my kids and close surroundings to understand a person. You don't have to speak to them. You need to observe them in an overall consensus. You don't have to speak to someone to understand who they are. You observe them. Their characteristics, their mannerisms, the way they carry themselves. There's an old saying, show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. Again, show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. So. If you want to associate with a certain set of people, mind you, there are some, as I call them, chameleons. They the switch. They have a certain persona, a certain outward appearance, and then behind closed doors, a different thing. It comes down to a rapport. Unfortunately, that is what is causing a lot of rifts in families in relationships, because people are looking at the outward appearance of a woman or a man to be in a relationship. I was in a very strange place when I heard, um, not gonna sugarcoat it, I was in a drug rehab at one point in my life in the past. And I heard a very key ingredient that universities around the world did tests, prestigious universities did tests. And they found something very um, um, surprising. The hardest thing for any human being to do is to listen. And when I heard that statement being made in the early 90s, I used to listen. But I followed suit of the majority today. Who did the same? Who were doing one thing? People, when you're speaking to them, they hear but they don't listen, and they do, they put they, they 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 gather bits and bites from any conversation. And the simplest way to do a test, you tell someone you saw a chicken riding a bicycle. To one person, and rest assured in. Months or whatever time frame, Jafina, you're gonna hear somebody come and say, Girl, Jafina, guess what happened? I have a friend who father as a farmer. And the son, the grandson was playing with the bicycle. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. The grandson was playing with the bis- with his bicycle. And this chicken come out the foul coop and jump on the bicycle and start riding it. Then you will realize that you told someone the chicken riding a bicycle and that person, it started. It's stretched and everybody starts to put bits and bytes. They're, they're, they're twisting it. So the key to any normal um, functioning um, and logical home or relationship, first and foremost, listen, observe, not every time you need to respond mm-hmm. to th- certain things. I
1: think that's what I did a lot of the time <clears throat> with you.
0: You, we, well, we,
1: we, we, you know what? I think it's because, like, I don't know if you heard me say, like, you were always, like, the coolest guy to me. But when I was a kid, I maybe didn't realize the extent or, like, all your attributes, if you will. And then when I started getting older, I started to understand certain things. Like, for example, like, I mean, I knew I used to, like I've seen you at the drug rehab, but I I didn't know that it was a drug rehab, rehab until I was older. And then maybe putting two and two together, it's like maybe having a little bit more compassion to dad. So, I mean, I'm going to try here on forward to have a better open relationship with you because even my relationship with men, I guess maybe I'm starting to realize that I need more of I guess you know since you're here while we're at it we're alive and healthy like yeah it's nice to have my dad's guidance to kind of just reassure me certain things like we because we've never actually spoken about it or spoken about a lot of things unless you saw me like crying and I would be like oh dad this happened you know so I kind of want to like you know create an open space where we can talk about things
0: at eight, at my age which is 62 I'm looking fine, like 60. Yeah, Yeah, you're looking good. Yeah, I'll give you that black, though. All right, good. Hold a second. But that's going to take another five episodes. But we can come back to that another day. At my age, 62, I don't want any of my children to do one thing. I've had to live with a void. I can see that. I've been through so many niches in life, avenues in life. And through it all, I've had to face it. I've had to cry by myself. I've had to be alone um, through thick and thin, as they would say, hell, fire, and brimstone. I don't want none of my children to go through that. You'll make blunders, but the blunders that you would make or anyone would make around me would be minuscule compared to what I've had to go through. So all I am saying, listen first, then think, main ingredient, before you speak, always. Think before you speak. The most important thing, along with what I've just expressed, is this to you, your surroundings, the people you surround yourself with. And when I spoke to you the other night, I need not elaborate, or you're an adult, you're a mother, you have your son, but know one thing. You're a parent, I am a parent. I want all nine of my kids not to make the same mistakes that I have made. And if I see any one of them going down that road or path as a parent being responsible, I am going to tell you what you're doing is right or what you're doing is wrong.
1: The reason why I'm having this this talk, mm-hmm. essentially, is because, I mean, there's fathers and daughters all over the world. Um, there may be new fathers who have daughters who have to navigate life, watching their daughters grow up. And, I mean, now that I'm, I guess, semi-grown now, like you said, I'm a parent and stuff like that, I feel like like when you when you said that to me the other day, that was one of the few moments i can recollect that you've actually like uh you just you just said something uh gave me advice without me kind of having to ask i feel and like what you said is true like you are an observer so you watch things <clears throat> unfold in my life and you stay very quiet so i think i've i've been very thankful because you weren't strict like at all so i i basically just you, you let me make my own mistakes but i think I want I the reason why I'm doing this episode because I think now I'm starting to realize how important it is for daughters, especially now me navigating through my adult life, it is to have a good relationship if you can with their their fathers. What has being a girl dad taught you? What? A girl dad. Like a dad, well, let me tell you to, something. A dad to a girl.
0: She's asked a very major question. I've got five boys and four, four, four daughters. I thought I knew it all when I had my, I first initially started as a father, as a parent. But when my daughters came around, I had to throw away that parental role or rule book when it comes to parenting and rewrites a new volume coming when it comes to girl children. The reason why I am here And the reason why you are here, I have come from a female. Mm -hmm. You came from a female. You have something between your legs that if the boys get in there, (laughs) another one will come. You have already experienced that you have your son. So you have your life ahead, but you gotta balance it and prioritize your your life.
1: You talking about my love life?
0: I'm talking about your education, principles in life. You need to finish certain things. Mm -hmm. You can't, I'm not saying it has happened to many and and will continue to happen. You won't be the first and you won't be the last. There are a lot of young ladies, babies making babies. Mm -hmm. But what they do, they enjoy the fun, but then they have this child or children, but they drop them off at auntie or cousin and, and whatever and expect them to raise your child or their children. Do you, you have a responsibility as a parent. I did it, and it, at one point I wasn't, I was just a provider. I wasn't a real father, um, a friend. I didn't do it, which is unfortunate. So, all I can do is come to each one of my children and tell them what I did that was wrong. I ask them to accept my apology and forgiveness. Some may forgive, some may not. But I cannot hold animosity towards your actions. I still have to be a responsible father. <coughs> and mm-hmm. regardless of how you look at me, I still mm-hmm. got to hold my head up high and do one thing, smile.
1: Mm-hmm. You were actually really supportive, actually. My dad was um, one of the very few people who were supportive when I got pregnant at 23. I remember telling you, and I was a little bit nervous, but I was just like, Dad, guess what? And he's like, What? I was like, I think I was like nervous to tell you. He's like, You're pregnant. And I just like shook my head. And you're just like, Well, congratulations. That one was second. cool. That was nice. That was like, understand it felt good. one thing. But we never, t- we never talked about boys up until I, I don't know. Like you always just let me do thing. my thing. Was it intimidating to see you, your daughter date? No. Like as a dad. No. Because you know, men are just like, oh, i have to walk around you, with a shotgun no, in them days. No, things. no. Well,
0: I tell, tell you something. You, that is a. A misconception. Understand one thing, Jafina. You have to live with whomever you pick and choose to be mm. with in life. When you find that comfort zone, don't come to me before that and say, Well, Dad, what do you think about him or my son's coming? What dad will what you think about her? No, 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 no. It's not me having to live with them, him or her. It's you and him living with whomever. When you find that, and you think that would give you happiness, you got my blessings. Congratulations. The sky's the limit. That's what it is. It comes down to that. It comes down, not for me, having to pick. I don't <clears throat> have to pick somebody to or tell you, because not one of my channels is going to come and tell me, well, listen. Well, Dad, you see, because you told me to marry him or be in a relationship with him, that I have to. I am stuck with this this deadbeat man or this deadbeat woman. She don't. She can't cook. No, 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 no. You, fi- you figure out your shit before you come to me. It's very simple. It's as simple as that. Right. You, as a man, don't have to wait on a woman to fill your belly. You must know to damn go in the kitchen, boil your eggs, fry your. Um, Fry your bacon or your steak or whatever, don't depend upon a damn woman. Mm-hmm. Go and wash your damn clothes yourself. Press your clothes. Keep yourself clean. There's something called a little dignity with oneself. As a woman, keep your damn smelling sweet. You know you, need, you don't want to smell frozy out there. You do what you have to damn well do. It is as simple as ABC. So you get my drift where I'm coming from? What do you see me doing? I, I don't have to depend, I didn't have to depend on my wife. When I was married, I don't have to depend on your mother. I don't have to depend on my daughters. I go and wash my clothes, colors, whites, done, full, press, put away.
1: I mean, you you, you, you asked mom to do a, a quite a significant amount of chores, but
0: no, no, no I mean that's second. cool. One second, what you trying to say now? cool. Uh, what you trying to say now? That's all right. Well, I'll tell you what, like You're what, gonna have, no, one second, you gonna have to bring an episode now. like you you just made a statement publicly. We're going to have to verify You that.
1: ask her to get you stuff. Like, Angie, you can get me some... Whole, we heat up some of the rice and stuff. No, hold a second, but hold a second. You second, ask second. her to do things for a second, a second. It's not a lie. Be
0: more specific. I will do that when, because of my injury, I can't move, I am in pain, I'm asking from, for an assistant.
1: Dad, men and women need each other. That's no, no, okay.
0: No, no, no. Don't yes, try that. Yes, they do. Because I can tell you something.
1: If They're, my if you my future husband... Ask me to heat up dinner for him as your as my dad, would you tell me to heat it or would you tell me no to second. tell the man to get off the couch no and second. heat it up? I if can heat he, off, heat up his food.
0: If his black or white ass is healthy <laughs> and able body, get your ass uh, get your ass off of the chair or off the bed, go in the kitchen. Some, your fingers, your fingers in a cast, your toes in a cast? No, very simple. It's well, very, very simple.
1: We're we're working on it. No, they're no, not working, we're on, working it. on it. are
0: working on it. It's you see what I'm trying to show you. It's your approach to life. Why I'm saying that? What happens one day, God forbid, he dies. Oh my or w- gosh! What happens if she dies? You're asking I don't put the bed, Who are you gonna right. get to call?
1: So I'll be, I'll always make sure I'm self sufficient. No, it's not sure. being self sufficient. Okay, I, that's good advice.
0: It's 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 trying to guide you through the ins and outs of life, to right. you know, To be responsible be aware so, uh, because anything could happen at any time so maybe
1: maybe this is what i i mean to say is that a lot of the time growing up i didn't make a lot of responsible choices that yeah i made some questionable choices in my along my way and maybe it's just i didn't actually feel comfortable as your daughter coming to talk to you about those things um for i mean a bunch of different things that's for another episode right but i didn't I feel like I could have used that influence of like a man telling me, or my dad being like, okay, you're this, this is like, what well, you told me the other day, like, nothing's wrong with you. So, along the way, people have made me feel like something's wrong with me. Like, when my dad said, nothing is wrong with me, at that point, it was like, it didn't even matter. It didn't matter what man had or somebody this and this and this and this. I was like, this is the guy, this is the first reference. Um, and maybe this is like the, the I want to portray in this episode is for there's a man out there that has a daughter who, you know, kind of needs to, to, to see that like daughters look at their dads like this. This is the guy like you're the guy. So when you said that the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of open up the conversation uh, just to be like, listen, here that. here I'm moving forward. We didn't have the best relationship for sure, and thing. you know I definitely want to come to you more often or be able to talk to you about like things that are bothering me, so that you know, because your opinion matters. If I made it seem like it didn't matter, it matters, and and that's basically the jits of it.
0: Understand one thing, Dafina. Understand one thing. I have never been one to question or ask anyone their business. I will not do it.
1: I feel like I wish you would've, but...
0: No, 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 hold a second, there's a reason why. If you don't have respect for yourself, eh? And you don't have respect for me as your father, and you don't want to come and tell me something, the onus is upon you and that mirror that you look at every day. People think that my big house, my fancy car, the expensive clothes I wear, the money in my pocket means something. It don't mean shit. Get it straight. You know what it, you know what means something to life? Your heart, eh? And your legacy that you leave behind. Mm-hmm. Here I'm saying again, your heart, where your heart is at, and the legacy that you leave. Because one day I will I will leave. What is my legacy? Let my. I pray that my legacy will be one of, you know what? I looked at my father once upon a time. You he, hear him scare him.
1: Hear Busy, him scare him. That's another right? one. What busybody
0: in and out doing whatever? <laughs> drugs man, if you want to say it. Yes, I can say it publicly. I a big time drugs dealer, dealing with cocaine, everything, whatever. But we, you know what?
1: We can decide if we're going to edit it out or keep it. No,
0: it comes <laughs> down to one it. thing. My father changed course. Yeah, you did. At a certain point in time.
1: And you're a great grandpa.
0: he ain't going in them, in them things. So you know one thing. It was a choice, a decision I had to make. Like you and everyone in this world making choices, the right choices, the right decisions to communicate, A, Mm -hmm. being responsible, listening, absorbing like a sponge, filter out what is not profitable for you, take the pages out that is not warranted, and utilize what you need to utilize for you. I do not wish anything from not one of my children. I got nine.
1: That was literally one of my questions. I was like, what is your dreams and what are your dreams and hopes for me? I brought
0: nine kids into this world. And whatever you accomplish or they accomplish, it's for you, them, and their offspring. I am glad that my legacy would be that I told you point blank. You could be a multi-gazillionaire. Whatever the word is, it don't mean nothing to me. The joy that I would have is that you are okay. You're at peace, you're happy, you're contented. Your children, my grandchildren, will be happy. And I could have fun with them. God could call me home right now. And I can tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you point blank. You're going to find my right hand upon my crutch, and my left hand crossed, my chest, with a, and a big smile. And dare you, not one of you, come and stand up over my box, say you're crying. Because I will be one and only the first corpse to open his eyes and hit your slap and tell you, go and cry somewhere else. Because I am having a peaceful sleep. You see how am I? Oh, where, where I'm going? I am having a peaceful how, rest. How
1: you always get here? How no, you I, get it, to it, these because,
0: places? Because, you know, you see, I am being open. I am being candid. I am being me. You That's need true. to be you. That's true. I am carrying my cross as you shall carry your cross. I
1: can respect it. There I can respect go. that.
0: Because there's a little... Passage in scripture, blessed is the little that the righteous person has than the wealth of the many wicked. So you out there who think you got all them billions and your fancy car and your house, understand one thing, it don't mean shit to me. What means, what gives me joy, that gives me happiness, is that your heart is in the right place because you can dress fancy and have on smelling with all the most expensive perfume But once your heart dirty, your outside dirty and dirtiest. I give you a new word today, dirtiest.